Hello everyone, and let me be the first to say how sorry I am that this episode didn't go up sooner. We had a lot of audio issues with it, and frankly, it was really frustrating. We actually recorded in person, as we have a few times before, but something went really wrong this time. The files were really out of sync, and they kinda still are. We spent hours and hours working on them, trying to make it as listenable as possible, and I think it is listenable, but it's just... It's a little frustrating after, you know, having such a good episode. So we still want to get this episode out, and I'm sorry it wasn't out sooner, but we just did the best we could with it. So please, as long as you can get past all the kind of out-of-sync issues that do happen, more so when Charlie and I are talking together, um, it's a good episode. So we'll have your feedback on this one, as with every episode. So without further ado, here's episode 53, as best as we could make it. Enjoy. Welcome to the Rack and Tour Collection, a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time, starring two hosts, Jack and Charlie. You're currently listening to Charlie speak right now. Yes, this is me. I've always been like this. I've always had this cadence that I've spoken at. And now we will hear from Jack. Jack, how's your week been? You know, my week has been pretty subpar, I will say. The weather has been a little extreme. Oh, did I love Actually, that? no. No, let's let's... Let's get your hi guys. Welcome to the Back into Collection. I'm Jack, and obviously you just heard Charlie, but no, my week's been pretty good. Uh, the week was not subpar. Actually, the whole rainy week, especially like me getting up early for work in the morning, super nice. I love the rainy weather. Um, it did cancel Ellie's little school book parade they were doing. She dressed up as Elsa. I had the book, and they're gonna do a little parade around their track outside, but it got rained out. But then the next day they had this jogathon, and it was super sweet and. Ellie was running super fast, and they got like little smoothies and everything. So, uh, but it's been a good week. Work was not too bad. Um, like, and I worked today. Well, today's Sunday. Happy Halloween, by the way. Uh, this is coming out the day after. We'll do a Halloween episode next year. Don't worry. Like, we'll we'll do like we'll do like some we'll do some prep or something. But, um, yeah, it's been a good week. And try um, how's your week been? First things first, Halloween is very overrated. I'm sorry. Uh, it's for the kids, man. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> it's that's for the true. kids. I feel like it's funny that you bring that up because I feel like often with holidays, especially as I've gotten older, I've really started to appreciate more of the family holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, like being able to just get together and see family. Yeah, for it's sure. Been the, you know, the better part of those holidays. And especially like growing up in our house and like, not that we didn't get gifts. I don't want to say it like that, but like the gift giving part of holidays has not been very. Important. We've gotten nothing. We got scraps from the table for Christmas morning. They're like, oh, you want some presents here? Here's some. Here's some garbage. <laughs> some garbage. But uh, my week has been pretty good, to be honest. It's I feel that I'm in kind of a strange, strange, strange. A strange mood because you know i have uh oh for everyone out there i got accepted into the assistant manager position you like those one of those 
<laughs> snaps. Library snaps or whatever they're called. Jazz, like the yeah. beat, like the beatnik, like jazz snaps. Um, but yeah, accepted that, and so I'll start the eighth. So coming up here really soon. Congratulations. Thank you. But um, yeah, I feel that I'm almost in a way. My, I'm, I've kind of gone like a little bit stoic, a little bit like quiet, like I'm protecting myself from something that hasn't even happened yet. Mm. And kind of just like a general, like, uh, not like a heavy depression, but just like a sad depression for like leaving Brookside, you know, like yeah, leaving the people who I actually like working with going, I know I'm going to go into a situation where it's going to be much more job focused and less more like interpersonal, like, oh, hey, I got to work with my friends. And so that kind of, it's just sad because for a long time, it's been very nice to just like work with people I actually work like working with, and you know. So, and then of course change. It's just you know it's going to be different. But uh, overall, I'd say I've had a pretty good week. Got some D and D in. Going to do some more D and D tonight, which is awesome. Oh yeah, brother. Um, writing's going well. I mean, overall, I would say it's been. A pretty decent week if not kind of just dealing with that cloud of change that i know is coming you know i'm yeah. trying my very best to be like you know what it's not here yet enjoy the week you have but it's hard not to like dwell on it for sure i mean i will say like it, this episode's probably gonna be a bit tangenty um we're just kind of taking it easy on this episode but hopefully you guys will enjoy the ride and just listen to it you know just take it easy it's been th- this week if you guys have been if any of you into crypto at all um, I had a buddy of mine from my stream actually. He was like, "Hey, Jack, here's a hundred bucks. Put it in Shiba Inu coin." And so I put it in there. Two months went by, and it was just sitting around, sitting around hundred bucks, hundred ten, whatever, no big deal. And then randomly overnight, it jumped from a hundred to a thousand dollars. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And, I, and he was like, "Dude, you seen Shiba?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I am, but I'm." I'm just going to keep it there. Like, luckily, I'm in a place where I don't need to just pull that out. So I was like, I'll just keep it there. And who knows? It might be the next Dogecoin. Like, here, here's the reality. If Shiba Inu, it's so unlikely anytime soon. Yeah. But if it gets to a penny, yeah. I'll literally have like $125,000. That's pretty good. So, man. like, so I'm nice. like, why? You know, I, I can hold off for right now. But yeah, I will say, like, well, I've been talking a bit more, trying to get into not just crypto, but just stocks in general and just yeah. trying to figure out a way like our, our big goal for the next, I guess, for our lives. Uh, one of them is to create to like start generational wealth for our family. Mm. Um, and that's something like you kind of have the benefits of towards the end. But, you know, it's mainly for your family going forward. Um, that's the kind of something that's a goal that we have. Will we reach it? Don't know, but I'm optimistic. So, yeah, I don't know. Are you into crypto at all? Any listeners out there in the crypto? Or I have uh, some Dogecoin right now. That's I think only dropped. I think I put a hundred bucks in originally. I think it's like at eighty since right now, or like it's I have like eighty bucks now. Um, yeah, like it's it's one of those things where it's like it seems very much for the people who are very like eagle-eyed and keep a close eye on it like you could just be making a lot of money right now um the only stock i made money off of was amc when that jumped i got on that train early and got like oh, what like 600 bucks out of it i think That's nice before it kind of dropped back down it's your ps5 money you know so and that covered i think for like this laptop i think it covered the cost for it so that was nice Very um cool. yeah in general like i've wanted to get into stocks more just because it's 
a good way to protect your wealth and have your wealth, you know, work for you. It's it's so interesting to think like that, though, because we weren't raised like that. You know, like we were not raised yeah. to think of money as a tool. You know, we were raised definitely to think of money as more like a survival thing. Yeah, it's like it's not well, more as a um, I, I think asset is a better word for that. You know, we weren't raised to think of money as an asset is more so as a tool to pay bills, get food. Fair. Okay, and then also yeah. it's an, a tool you put in your shed, AKA savings and just kind of sits there for, yeah. you know, all these banks are like, Oh yeah. Put, so you have $2,000 in savings. You get like 1% interest over a year. And it's like, why not put that at least in stocks or something like that? And then, you know, yeah, it's going to fluctuate, but it's in savings. It's not money you need right there at that moment. So if it goes down 200 bucks, no big deal. Right. Like if it goes right. up 200 bucks, cool. You know, but yeah. I think one of our goals right now is just to do more research on this kind of stuff yeah. and just see if there's an option like, hey, like maybe one of us can go part time and focus more kind of not on day trading because that takes a lot, a lot of like initial yeah. funding, um, but just kind of slowly learning the market, learning what grows, the signs, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's where it gets challenging because it's not so much, you know, I think with AMC and GameStop and especially some of these new cryptocurrencies, it's been easy to make money pretty quickly, you know, but ideally with stocks, if you have like a nice slow investing stock, like, you know, you're making percentages on it every year or when you're buying out so you can sell out some, buy more, you know, and that's ideally how it's supposed to work. And so like you're making thousands of dollars work for you over longer times but with such a jump it's gotten a lot of people really interested because like all of a sudden like you said with your shoe unicorn i mean like the difference between like a hundred dollars and a thousand dollars for somebody who really needs it is a lot and so like that's it's awesome that i think people can do that but then i also you know anybody out there and jack it sounds like you have the caution but just caution you know don't yeah don't gamble the money you don't have thinking that it's going to grow into something big you know i see all the like on Reddit, like Wall Street bets, people are like, oh, yeah, I just put 25 and I lost everything. Woo. And I'm like, dude, why are you celebrating that, you freaking idiot? Here's my, my. obviously, I think our listeners are smart enough because we don't have any like kids that listen to us. But, you know, um, maybe we do. If we do, hi, kids. Hi, kids. Um, but listen watch your language. Moms. Watch your language, Charlie. Yeah, listen to your moms. Clean up after yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Brush your teeth. Um, but, you know... One of the biggest things with this kind of, you know, we're not obviously giving financial advice, but if I had to give my opinion, my personal advice, not financial advice, I would say, do your research, find something you actually trust. Not you're you're not just trying to make a quick buck. A quick buck's always nice, but you know, and only work with what you're willing to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's. It's one of those things where another thing, if especially with crypto, you don't want to go into be like, ah, oh, man, if I only. That's that's where it starts like being like, man, man, like that sucks. And so you kind of have to be willing to lose a good amount potentially. Yeah. If it does just crash and burn. But like here's the thing, if she was going up, sorry, I scooted a chair. If she was going up and I had like a thousand dollars in there, I would have ten thousand dollars right now. You know what I mean? But obviously, if I put that $1,000 in it two months ago, 
Laura would probably been pretty mad. Not mad, but she'd be like, oh my God, are you yeah, serious? Yeah, no, it's, but I would have $10,000 right now. You know what I'm saying? It, the what so, if game is hard. It, it's a hard thing to... It, it's also, I don't want to say toxic, but... It is to- I mean, it is kind of like, because you end up in that situation where you're basically hoping for a dream. Like, you're hoping, you're yeah. just hoping that it does take off. And, like, that is not a good reason to spend any money, just hoping something does. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, I kind of have, like, a weird gut instinct with stuff like this so far. And Laura has a much more, like, research background with some of this stuff. And so we kind of complement one another. But I'm like, I think you should probably do your research on this first because I don't trust my gut all the time, even though it's been right a couple of times. But I just, you know, because there's a point where I had like 50 shares of AMC. I had like 10,000 Dogecoin before I was at 20 cents, you know, but I sold it all. So I was like, ah, no big deal. But then, you know, six months later, a year later, I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a long game half the time. It's not. It is. Yeah, you know, I saw a really interesting post on Reddit not too long ago. It was somebody asking, you know, why billionaires like Elon Musk are so against paying taxes, right? Like they have supposedly like this insane supply of wealth. So why is it bad to pay several million in taxes, you know? And here we go. It, well, the the post, the answer was really good, and it made me think about it differently because I was always very much of that opinion too. I'm like, just, just do it. Like, yeah, like people would be less, so less on you, and so for a lot of like when you have that much money, of course you have to realize two things. Like a lot of that money isn't liquid. You know, like he doesn't have like Elon Musk himself doesn't can't go, pull up to the bank and be like, let me pull out. One billion dollars, please. Yeah, I'm. I'm billion dollars. <laughs> One million dollars. But um, uh, I, I just want to say real, real quick. Um, real quick. I'm so tired of hearing about Elon Musk and just billionaires in general. Like when it was like he made thirty four billion dollars in one day. I was like, I, I just, I'm just trying to work my job, man. You know, like, I, I'm really debating just getting off Twitter completely because yeah. I go down so many rabbit holes and stuff like that. Reddit's just as bad. And I just, but like, I justify having all my social media by like, I need this to pr- promote the podcast. Yeah, things I'm doing online. Exactly. Um, but I need to use it as like just that and not just scroll or use it as yeah. quote unquote entertainment. Yeah. I think that's a big issue that a lot of people have, not just me, but, but to continue. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> to continue here. Tangents. So, you know, of course he doesn't have that much money just floating around. He, can he doesn't just pull out. I don't know where, but then, you know, I think what was interesting is that the poster, and so, of course, take all this the grain of salt, but the poster is saying, you know, that when you're that rich, you don't think of money in terms of money as we think of it now. You know, we don't think of money as a tool to pay our bills. You think of money in terms of almost like power. And so losing several million dollars to taxes is really painful because with the several million, you could have turned that into hundreds of millions or, and so there's this yeah. constant idea of like, gathering more and it still doesn't quite make sense to me it's still like one of those things where it's like but why like these and that's what i guess you know we talked about this in our service industry episode jack but like man you could solve so much with that kind of power and that kind of wealth yeah we're talking like really insanely helping like 
We're talking Elon Musk alone could solve world hunger, not maybe not world hunger, but like poverty in the U.S. He could solve it literally by himself. I know it's not all like he could just, oh, do it. I know he couldn't do that. But, you know, like the fact that he has so much money is just it is kind of gross. It is. And it makes me think that it's much like politicians. I think a lot of people who do have that kind of wealth are in some, you know, in some way kind of maybe not psychotic maybe sociopathic um there's just it's like if i was in that position oh look i have billions of dollars quote you know quote unquote it's not all available whatever um i'm gonna do some good with it because what of course i'm investing all of it i'm just making more every day i'm making hundreds of millions every literally every single day it's like i'm gonna take some of this just like why not you know what I mean? Not just for like publicity or try to look good, but just because you don't need that, you know, like, and you're not, it's literally just going to keep earning. Like you're not going to use it for anything other than just investments for yourself anyways. So uh, why not use it for investments for other projects or other funds? I, I don't know. It I don't definitely, know how it all works, but it seems, you know, strange. Like wealth and money definitely feeds into a certain lifestyle having, you know, the newest phone the newest car newest clothes but you don't need those things but a lot of people who make significantly more money than me probably are in way worse shape because they feel they need to like follow this lifestyle have gucci and right and it's like if i made money in fact kate and i were talking about this last night like if we both if we both made a lot of money like one of the first things i would do if i had a crap ton of money is be like hey mom and dad you guys don't have to work anymore here's a fancy new house like Hey George, don't worry about college. Like, like those are the first things I would do, just because it's like, no, like I'm gonna invest in like the people around me who have supported me, and then like, cause like I don't need, you know, a super mansion. Yeah, I don't then, need the nicest car. Like, I just need to be like, oh man, I can go to the hospital and I can pay my hospital bills and be like, ha, huh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I like here's the thing. It's like every like every, the big thing is like money changes people, but I mean. I'll never know that until like I have that kind of money. But I feel like the only goal I have in life for me personally is to just not have to worry about bills anymore. Or like you said, if something goes wrong or I need to go to the hospital or a car breaks down or even just like, hey, I want to make Ellie's birthday super special. It's just like I, it's done. I can do it. You know, I don't have to worry about it. That's kind of where I want to be at some point in my life. But you know, I couldn't imagine having like the human brain cannot fathom what billions of dollars could actually right, yeah. do I or mean, what that looks like. Yeah, we're yeah, human brains are not good at thinking about that kind of money. Like at some point, like the money just becomes not real anymore. I'm also mad because people like that. They're not making like they're not doing it themselves. Like in the beginning, sure, but once they're making billions of dollars, they literally have tens or hundreds of investors doing it all for them. Well, and, and then too, you have accountants who are getting paid percentages of how much they earn you. And so then the accountants are only there to make you more money so they get paid. And it just is a cycle where it's like... The whole trickle-down effect doesn't really work, so... And it, it would be one thing too if I felt like corporations were reinvesting in people to like strengthen their positions, but it yeah. doesn't... It doesn't really seem like that. I think we're actually getting kind of close to that bubble popping, especially you see like the demand for jobs. I mean, 
one of the questions I asked in my interview for assistant manager was like, hey, it seems like you guys are really needing managers. Why? You know, like I wanted to know like what type that's of, a good, what dude, type that's of stage a good that I was question. walking into. And, you know, they basically were like, hey, managers are burning out. Managers are doing this. And it was so funny in my interview, you know, they were like, what's the most important thing to you? And I said, balance. Like my life is. And it was funny because, like, uh, say it to their face. District manager was like, "Well, you know, sometimes you're having to do this." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but I don't mind sometimes going in extra or sometimes doing this." But the problem is, is that it's not sometimes. Yeah. Like, and so you know, like going into this job now, I think a big reason why I'm not stressed about it is it's like this is the first time in my life where I'm not identifying my success based on my bosses or I'm identifying my success based on my life and I'm not being like, Oh man, it's the first time I'm a manager. So I really need to like make sure I'm doing the right things. I need to, this is my chance yeah. at a better life. Cause my first time I managed, that's what I thought. Oh, for sure. But now I mean, it's like, no, this job is going to serve me. It's not going to be the other way around. So, and we'll see, you know, that's, that's what, what I, think. I think we'll see how the reality. Yeah. I mean, plays try, out. like, I think that's a good, I think that is a good mindset to go on. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't know why we're going on like a financial tangent right now, but I like talking about the stuff, even though like, I feel like I should be more educated in it. I do like just talking about it. Cause like, you know, a lot of people, especially in our age group, you know, we're basically just working paycheck to paycheck. We're working just to kind of get by. We don't have the time that we wish we had to focus on hobbies or passions or even just like the extra money to be like, Hey, I need to fix, you know, this around the house, around the apartment or I just even decorate you know like a lot of people are struggling and or you're like hey i need like two or three roommates to help me with this and, you know that kind of stuff sucks like it makes a lot of people feel like they can't do things independently almost and they're at the whim of their job rather than you know i wish a lot of people could just be like hey um better opportunity see ya but instead everyone's like hey uh, I'm sorry, but I know the team's struggling, but I found a better opportunity. It's like, no, it's like, it's a big corporation. They don't care. They, they don't care. Like, I know, like, on a human level, they're, no, you, know, you care. And that's but, the thing. It's like, on a human level, like, your bosses and your coworkers, I mean, hopefully, will care about you. Um, But, you know, it's not, like, I don't feel like, and I'm sorry if Starbucks ever hears this. I don't think they will. But, you know, I don't feel like Starbucks itself cares about me, you know? Oh, they care, Charlie. You know, they, they can say they do, but until I see the actual ground floor changes for coworkers and for, I mean, like I said, you know, the big thing is always like, they're like, hey, we got to focus on getting this number higher, doing this. Hey, barista, you got to do this. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> hey, barista, this barista <laughs> is getting paid barely enough to like live their life and then we're expecting them to go above and beyond at their job for no extra for no for no reason because even if they hit the number who gets the bonuses not the baristas yeah exactly but like i'm telling you like if there was a cash incentive to be like hey listen if you hit this number extra 200 bucks going on your check yeah and it's not like oh you're pit against your employees it's like everyone has a chance at it because like starbucks has plenty of money to do that i mean that would that would be so much more incentive to be like oh you can actually do this. And that, that doesn't seem to be. Yeah, for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, and Jack, you'll like this too. So you'll totally get what I'm saying. Like, I am not saying. I'm getting you wrong right now. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that like, don't work hard or don't 
work with a good work ethic. You know, I'm not saying that. Well, what I'm saying is that it's hard to justify putting in that extra work and putting in the heart and the elbow grease. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do that? You adjusted the elbow, elbow, the elbow. But, uh, you know, that's not enough to do these like insane things or to have these great hit these numbers or to hit these quotas like that. That's not really how it works. I mean, like, like what other, like what other field works like that? Right. Does it like when you write or when you're doing something artistic, are you doing it because, Oh, Hey, you think that, Oh, so-and-so needs this. And so I have to do this. No, you tend to like do things that are like personally growth and like things that you are passionate about. And the thing is people would respond if you gave them more money. I like, it's just kind of like cut and dry. Like if you pay your employees, well, they'll give it back to you. Yeah. They're like, Hey, this is great. I mean, another Reddit post about some CEO, like giving her employees like a, I don't know. It was like a huge paid vacation. They could fly anywhere. $10,000. And it's like, if you were an employee there, Hell yeah, you would keep working. Oh, yeah. But you would be excited because, like, your job, you feel like it cares about you. Yeah. And it's not, they don't care about you in, like, this broad strokes where they're like, well, everybody, we know it's been a stressful time, so uh, here's the headspace. And welcome welcome to Target. Or It's it's so funny. I mean, you have the job I'm working for right now. They have this app that's like, hey, the incentive's back. Try to make it. I check it. I'm at 94%. There's four people at 100%. I'm like, so who's going to win? Well, whoever's in first. So I, there's literally, even if I was 100%, I didn't get there first. So there's literally nothing I can do. Yeah, sorry. So wait, where's my like personal incentive? You know? And here's the guy. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, good. can I do 101? Because if I could, I would. But Jack, we know you've been putting in those hours, going in super early. Um, yeah, I know the stores don't know the people they should. They think you order everything and you get yelled at all the time. Uh, but uh, sorry, you're at here. Here's a uh, fifty bucks, and here's a gift card to. It's a five dollar Target gift card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a bit insane sometimes. And okay, anybody out there? I I am not targeting um, managers or anything like that like i'm targeting like the big corporate head type people you know like and the thing is is it's not you know people aren't asking for enough money to go out and buy ferraris like they're asking for enough money to be like god at least i can work this one job spend time with my family do something i enjoy doing yeah not hate my life that's that's and or yeah and we're like at a job where man i feel like i can actually really move up in this job i feel like it cares about me we have, you mean, just prime example, you have people who are obviously older than us, but they've been with, say, Walmart for 40 years, and they're still just like a Walmart associate, you know what I mean? And you're like, what? Like, that's that's sad. Like, if they want, if they really want to do that, cool. But I guarantee you, most people don't want to just be a Walmart employee for 40 years, you know? And like, oh, hey, if I'm out of work for a month just downhill from there you know like a lot of people can't afford to just not work but like like you said if a job was like hey 
doing a great job this year, like a yearly review. Um, you get a paid vacation, you know, along with we'll pay to send you somewhere, obviously within whatever restrictions. But then here's here's your bonus. It's not twenty five cents an hour. It's like a couple actual a couple actual dollars or so. who knows, you know. But like you said, having like a tree almost like almost like an upgrade tree. Here's where you start, and then you can branch out and follow these different, yeah. you know, yeah. different branches to do whatever. Anyways, and then, and then I mean, then you, you know, then you start playing into people's OCD. Like I, I totally. Video games are very interesting, and we'll transition a little. Almost travel transition time. Video games are very interesting because you know, unlike you know a job or something like you're no, you don't really gain something from a video game now. I love video games, right? I mean, some of the worlds and stories that have happened in video games have been incredibly inspiring, just as much as Lord of the Rings, Dune. I mean, oh yeah, you know, a game like Dark Souls is so inspiring to me, just as you know, a creator. But you know, they actually give you like meaningful things to do and meaningful ways to actually like impact your world. And I'm like, man, why isn't there some really smart like technician out there who's like? What if we just design our like work tasks like a video game and say, oh, hey, you're do this. And if you do this, you can pop this little completion badge and like people would love that. And like it would make it really easy to like, you know how dope it would be like, let's let's expand this further. If like you have essentially like a little like work watch or whatever and you're like, OK, I'm starting Ooh, like we need this done. OK, I'm going to do this task. Ding, 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 ding. You know, you do it, hit complete or whatever or Maybe it's auto detecting, who knows? And then you like level up and then like you automatically get like, hey, you leveled up, level two, 25 cent raise. And then any extra benefits? Nothing unlocked yet. But then level four, level five, like, you know how cool that would yeah. be? Like I'm I'm level twenty working at, you know, the raconteur collection office. And, got, and then you start to play into people's like the sunk cost fallacy at that point, like it starts to get a little scary when your people are like, well, I mean, I've already level 20 at this job. I, I don't know if I can be level 20 at any other job. I mean, that's how people already feel though. You know, like <laughs> people already are like, I've, already, I've been with, like you say, you try, man, I've been with Starbucks for what? 10 years now. Almost like six, like six, like six years. You know, I've been with Starbucks for six years. I don't know if I can like start over somewhere again, you know, but that's, I've kind of gone the opposite where the longest I stayed at a job, I think was about two and a half years. And think that was at no Chick-fil-A was three years. Um, that was the longest I've been at a job. Then it was target two years. And then I kind of jumped around. I've worked like a lot of different jobs. Uh, but I don't know when people look at my resume, if that's good or bad, but I mean, it's, it's interesting because a lot of people are like, stay at this job and you'll move up. But then you say the job and that's that I mean, feel like they always say that, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you know, we've done a good bit of finance talk. I will say, I mean, I think I've already addressed this a few times, but I did read download Warzone. been playing that again. I actually been playing multiplayer more and doing like weapon unlocks. Charlie just stared at me with like a death glare, <laughs> uh, but doing like weapon unlocks. Yeah. And that's what actually doing. That's a lot of fun. And they actually introduced a, what's called an iron trials 84 to Warzone. It's a solo thing right now. You have more HP. Um, snipers don't one shot you in the head and it basically makes it feel like, Oh, you get caught off guard or 
it makes it feel like you can't just ah like I did a little mess up and I I'm dead. Just ate exactly. it. Like you, you, you kind of nice. have a bit, if you're out in the open running, you have a bit more of a chance to like get away because they increase it from 100 HP to I think 250. Wow. The time to kill it would be a lot longer. Yeah. It's not, it's not as much as you'd think, but, but yeah, because you do get down when you're close quick. up, it, it, it's still very noticeable, but farther away, it's, you know, like the Pharaoh, whatever, the Krig. It's Jack, Jack Henry, you'll, you'll know. Um, those guns aren't as like ungodly powerful in that mode. Mm. So I kind of liked playing it. I wish it was duos, um, but it's just solos right now. So yeah, I was kind of planning on, I know that Warzone's coming out with a new map relatively soon. And I was, I was like, Oh, you know, I think I'll probably jump back in. When I will say um, call of duty Vanguard, the new one coming out November 5th. I am going to get that. It's going to be the first call of duty I'm getting on release. That's interesting because like, I was gonna say that one definitely is not doesn't seem popular in the public kind of discourse. I, I just um I'm like you know what? I'm gonna hop back in and just yeah. give it a go again and just see if I can hop on the beginning of this cycle and see if I enjoy it. Um, and if anyone out there is thinking about doing that as well, let's hop in play some not just Warzone but multiplayer and who knows? I think it might be kind of fun. Probably do some streaming of that over on the Twitch page. Um. Other than that, with like video games, I really haven't been doing much. Just kind of that and uh, nothing. Like, I like playing games, but I don't have a lot of time. So I like playing matches of Call of Duty because they're just 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever I have time for. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I currently I started a new game. I was just telling Jack before we started recording uh, called Grime right. Metro- Metroidvania game. So it right up my alley. Um really awesome world design i mean metroidvanias are awesome because they usually give you these like just bizarre worlds and these weird off the wall stories and you're like what it's all about like these rock people and like you're this weird i don't know it's the the design of it is really hard to describe there's definitely it blends into like a i don't know it gives me kind of a vibe of anyone out there who's played near automata when you first go to the planet and you see all the little robots and they have like, oh, they've almost like regressed to human style things because they've just been existing on the planet for so long. That's kind of what it feels like with these like weird rock homunculi people and they're like all ugly and they're like crying about how they're ugly and misshapen. But then you're this perfect thing and they're like, oh, you need to go to this far off land. And I just entered this place called, what was it, Lithica? And, like, there's all these, like, crude paintings and these rock people are, like, dancing around. And so I'm like, what is, you know, and they're like, oh, you're the perfectly shaped one. You know, you have to go <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, interesting. Cool. You know. Yeah. So I'm digging that. Um, I did play through a game of Civilization again. I, I really like Civilization, but, like, definitely playing with people would be fun because the AI definitely you can't quite like team up with them because they'll do random things sometimes. And you're like, why did you just start war with this person? Like, yeah. And then I don't know if it's just cause I haven't played Civ in a long time, but having to go through big war stuff is really annoying in that game. Like it's just not clear. And I think this might just because I haven't played it that much or not in a while, but like, I was trying to, like, assault this city, and, like, it was, like, 
I could only hit it with like some of my battleships and then other of my battleships like we just get hit randomly. And I was like, what is what is going on? Like Civ for me is a really fun game because you can set it up and I won the game based on like a tourism output, like a culture thing. I just like took over the world. The Very cool. Culture. As Ramses is an as Egypt, Ramses, the night on sun. But uh Kylie Dog. It was really fun. But other than that, I mean, there's not that much that I'm playing right now. I was telling Jack, I mean, Elden Ring is probably going to be the next one I play, but I really want to get a PlayStation 5 to play that. So it might even yeah. be after that game comes Dude, out. Dude, if Shiva stays up, man, I'm buy, I'm, I might buy one for higher That's the retail. problem, though. I've had the money for a PlayStation 5 since they launched. I just want to find one at retail, like at least yeah. close to retail, like, but you just can't. Yeah, I want to find like one at retail or get it off Amazon. Like but 500, I don't. I'll pay like five five fifty. you know, you but know, yeah. 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 It's just really frustrating to actually find them. Speaking of which, just PlayStation in general, I was viewing the Facebook Marketplace the other day because I was like, you know, like an extra PS4 would be kind of nice just so Laura and I can play some co-op games, like local co-op games. Uh, that'd be kind of fun, like The Forest or Minecraft, not on split screen, that kind of thing. But <laughs> I was looking on there and there are a couple good deals. And I saw a person selling PS4 all lowercase, of course. It was like two pictures, and it was a PS4 Pro. And I don't know if they just didn't know it was a PS4 Pro or not, or it was really weird. It was like pictures taken in their car, and their car was kind of dirty, and the PS4 itself was kind of dirty. But I was like, that's a PS4 Pro, and they're selling it for like 170 And I was like, um... Hey, come to the back of the car, <laughs> yeah. I'll sell you Come PS4. to the back. Or it's just, maybe it's some, like, ex who stole, like, you know, her boyfriend's console or whatever. Could be anything. I mean, it, who knows? But I was like, um, Laura, what do you think? And she was like, you see how dirty that thing is? I don't, I don't trust that. And I was like, you're, you're right. I don't, I don't trust it either. It was like, it looked, it was, it looked, it looked sticky. So I was like, I don't, I don't know about this, but. I can do dusty, but sticky. The Facebook marketplace is, is a strange place to be, man. <laughs> it's if a you weird ever... world there. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's... Uh, man, I, I, don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about Facebook marketplace. It just seems sketchy. Like, just like Craigslist, it just seems sketchy. Like, it doesn't seem like you're ever going to get out of that and be like, wow, that was a perfectly normal transaction i feel like it's always gonna be kind of weird and like someone's gonna, gonna be, be weird you're always gonna be very unsure if like you're actually getting what you say is get or it's gonna work or especially with electronic yeah because like there's no way you can really test it right then and there oh it works trust me but uh sir jack walk here or no i live right over there oh <laughs> oh <laughs> is there a playstation in this box oh yeah trust me Come inside of my dumpster kingdom. <laughs> my dumpster kingdom. Trust me, there's a station here, and I have played it. So it's a PlayStation, right? You could call it that. So one thing I wanted to do this episode is kind of toss around some different topic ideas. Ooh. Something that we could kind of get into them a little bit and then maybe elaborate on them later. Okay, okay. okay. One that I'd thrown okay. around, Jack, and I was interested in doing is a topic about time. Now, I know that is such a big a big, you know, subject to tackle time. Time, time. Who has the time? Yeah. Yeah. But time I think is one of like the most interesting aspect of our lives in general. You know, to the point where like your perception of time and how time moves determines 
literally how you feel about things. So like work tends to be negative because time passes slowly. You know, I think I think back to a lot of like Vsauce, great YouTube channel. If you guys haven't checked it out, fantastic. I mean, one of the absolute best. Phenomenal, one might say. I mean, the guy is. I all the Vsauce guys are just awesome. Anyways, that's a little bit of change. But you know, talking about time in terms of then you get to your weekend and your weekend days, the days off. They it's the exact same amount of time, but it goes so much faster. Like your perception, just. And it feels almost like it's a hindrance. You know, it's like if you somehow could break that perception and view time as the same, no matter where you were, it feels like you'd have a better life because you could be like, you know what? This last hour of work, oh God, it's dragging. It sucks. And then your last hour before you go into work, God, that goes by in a freaking second. And it's all, it's all perception because the time isn't moving faster. Like that last hour at work and the hour before you go into work, exact same amount of time yeah for sure and that's always just been really fascinating to me and then you think of time on like a space scale like how long it takes and how space far apart everything is the final frontier right you know have you seen shatner going into space no i haven't it's so great he's like floating up there and he's like well he's going oh wow like literally just like that oh my god but you know i've always i've always been really fascinated with that because in my view, and especially when we, you know, if we were to do an episode about time, I think something I'd really like to get into is that, you know, from our perspective, and this is going to get weird, so bear with me, but from our perspective as three-dimensional beings, right, we only see time as a straight line. Here we go. But if there were aliens or beings that didn't see time like that, how would we ever, like, how would they be different than, like, gods, you know? Like, if... They weren't limited by time. If they didn't, they could move around it. This is very ancient aliens vibe. Right. You know, but that's like fascinating. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you're talking about like all the stars we see in the sky. All that starlight is not the actual star as we see it now. I mean, that light's been traveling for millions of years to reach us. And it's just like, it really kind of breaks your brain a little bit because it really, as a human, you don't ever deal with time in that aspect. And so, yeah kind of contrasting the two contrasting like the reality of time and like how you could like get to a point to where if you flew out far enough away from earth into space every human could be dead before you got back if you know based on how long you were or if you went close to a black hole and like that i mean it's that it's that classic scene from interstellar right where they go down to the water planet and they get stuck down there and then they go back up. It's been like 35 years or whatever. And you're like, what? Like how? That doesn't seem like it should work like that. Like, yeah. But no, it does. I think (laughs) it literally does. One of the coolest (laughs) things that I always think about is, you know, the pillars of creation. That's one of the coolest things out in space that I think, I mean, that we've discovered so far, just like these huge, whether like gaseous, gaseous structures or yeah. Like start but birthing places. As far as you know, they're not there anymore. Right. They're they're yeah. so far away that they're not there anymore. But what we have seen of them, they are there. But they're just so far away that time hasn't caught up, like yeah. quite literally. So like like our perception of time, like it's it's so crazy. Like it, yeah, you can like the speed of light is literally how you would time travel because and you know, even then you measure it in light years away. Yeah. yeah. 
that's that's what starts to get interesting about like speed is that like yeah you start measuring it in time at some point and even then the speed of light as fast as light is and if we could travel as fast as light like you're still looking at like traveling great distances for great amount of time if you ever wanted to go to another star system yeah another, for you sure know what i mean like another galaxy like it would take so so long and it to the point where it's like man there's going to be things there's this great video by kutzegart oh i know what you're talking about yeah they have the animation yeah the animated great videos. video about talking about how far we can actually explore because at the rate that everything is moving away from us that at some point in the far distant future we'll look out into the night sky and only see blackness because everything has just gotten so far away and at no point can we ever go fast enough to actually catch up with anything else that's moving away from us. And yeah. it's like, God, that's kind of a incredibly horrifying. <laughs> that is a pretty horrifying thing to think but, about. Uh, Jack, that's that's one idea I had is to do one about time. Time and continuum. Time. 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 But, uh, what are some uh, episode ideas you so, have? I mean, you know, one of them is literally just pets but i don't really want to talk about that one right now because the more i think about it pets i think we could do an episode on but it'd have to be more than just pets but what i thought about was um i have written down here is just technology will doom us oh yeah that's a great one actually because you see it all the time like people are you know talking about how like ai is basically going to transcend human intelligence at a rate that we can't even comprehend and there's a chance it already has and i mean you just look at the algorithms they have for like google and ads oh, yeah. and youtube and all that kind of stuff and it's it's insane how accurate those become and how quickly that they learn like oh you like this you watch this the most or you are you tend to stop scrolling here on this kind of thing you know and i think one of the funniest things is you have Elon Musk, who is like, oh, AI is going to kill us all one day, basically turn around and make like what the Tesla bot or whatever, that humanoid. And one of the, in, I think we talked about this, but in the description, it says you should be able to overpower it. You know, <laughs> like you should be able I, to be stronger than this. Or, and I'm yeah. like, oh, should, you know, it's, yeah. The only like real like technology destroying humanity movie i've seen at least i remember i've seen is i robot with will smith that's an old movie but that's kind of like i mean i think of terminator i think more so well yeah but skynet yeah you know i don't skynet it's not so much that i think technology itself will destroy humanity i you know, I think one thing I've realized, and this is a very big idea, and of course, if you know me from listening to me anytime on the show, I, I like the big ideas. Big ideas! But the this idea that we as humans aren't, you know, are not evolving, or sorry, are not evolving as fast as technology is evolving. You mean evolving? What's evolving? evolving? I said evolving. You said evolving. Humans are not evolving. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, I'm as humans are not thing. evolving as fast as technology is developing, right? Yeah. And so this idea that like we as people, if you think of evolution in terms of like our planetary scale, millions of years, I mean, dinosaurs were around for millions of years. I mean, like, you know, like times were like, 
we as humans can't think of millions of years. I mean, like how far ago can we really track back like our modern culture? I mean, how long has America been around? I mean, when you start getting into those questions, you start realizing like how small we've actually, the step we've taken. And I think at some point, people are really going to need to change like how we fundamentally just think about things. I mean, Mm -hmm. not, and this is, I don't mean this to be like a hot take, but it's going to be, but like how we think about religion as well, or how we think about other people or how we think about, we might have to cancel this episode. You know what I mean? But like all of those things are going to have to change because at some point technology is going to eclipse that. And I mean like dealing with the idea of like transhumanism, like using robotics to enhance us or, making intelligent life i mean like if we can create ai that can think and feel i mean how is that different from a person and then how is that going to work for religion or if we ever discover alien life i mean what is that going to do to religion i mean like yeah thinking about those questions it's it is horrifying and big because it seems so grim you know it seems Mm -hmm. like how could you ever how could we ever survive to that point you know or is there a point where our like all civilizations hit this wall, you know, the great filter as could they call be it. the great filter. Yeah. And so the idea is that at some point civilizations always destroy themselves. And that's why we've never seen aliens and we just haven't destroyed ourselves yet. That there's no, I mean, it feels like we're getting there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like the idea, the idea of like technology dooming us, I think is a really, really good one. Yeah, I mean, and just speaking on, it would be fascinating to do a religion episode sometime. It would be. Uh, and speaking of that, like, you know, because I've always thought of myself as agnostic, um, not a very atheist because I don't like just closing off that, that idea permanently, but I was listening to a documentary on Buddhism and that kind of that whole backstory and that that kind of is really interesting because the Buddha himself, like, was an actual person. Um, I believe we have records of him actually like living like it's not just like a made up tale. Um, A lot of people did like, you know, exaggerate things he did or just like made up stories. But he was just someone who, you know, meditated and did all this stuff for like years and years and eventually was like, you know, I think Nirvana like because Nirvana is like the sense of like it's like heaven, mm-hmm. you know, essentially. Um, but he's like, Nirvana is actually just the world we already live in. And we're just closing ourselves off from that by the way we view the world. And that didn't like, I wasn't like, whoa. But I was like, that makes a lot more sense to me than any other. Like, Buddhism almost isn't really a religion. It's not. Because he even says, like, you don't worship me and you don't have to agree with my ideas. Um, but if you find things that help you in your he's life, a, like that's he's the signpost, as he yeah. says. Yeah. Like he points in the direction, but he can't do it. Yeah, like what's interesting is like I guess he was actually very much in favor of people being like, I don't understand like how you got to this conclusion or why you think this way or why you're teaching this. And he'd be like, Well, let's talk about it. And you don't have to see it my way. But I was like, That's it's crazy to think that that it feels so much more free form and less like, you know, almost controlling than yeah. most other religions yeah. and so i was like if i were to be religious i don't even you know i don't know if i call buddhism like a religion in the traditional sense that we think of like christianity as a religion because there isn't like a god you worship there isn't 
you know, this holier power. Like you are your own power. Yeah. And I, I like that idea a lot more. And then there's a whole idea of like rebirth and essentially you um, keep being born into different lives until you achieve yeah. Nirvana for yourself. And then you live in Nirvana, which is just how you perceive the world, which is really interesting. Yeah. It's, it's you know, a lot of Buddhism, I think is, I had a very similar reaction to it when of, I first learned about it. Buddhism. Buddhism. Because <laughs> it's all. I don't know why that got me. It's all, Buddhism. you know, about living in the current, the absolute current moment and being so absorbed in the present that the idea of past and future isn't real. You know what I mean? And one of my uh, Eastern philosophy professors, this sounds, sounds so weird saying that, but Eastern philosophy, but you know, he mentioned this idea that the human brain, and I don't know if he made this up or got it from somewhere else. So I'm not sure, but he mentioned the human brain is almost like the game Pac-Man, right? How to give a Pac-Man, your brain is constantly going, constantly eating dots, constantly running. And that it's that idea of the Pac-Mind that really causes us to suffer. Because yeah. let's take, for example, Jack, you leave after you record, you go outside and you see a huge scratch. Somebody just keyed the crap out of the car. You would be upset. Oh, yeah, for sure. But why? They didn't hurt you. This is not. But for some reason, we identify with these objects that have nothing to do with us and it you know it's weird because like it's such a different mindset than what oh totally and i think that's what's appealing about it is it's like like you said like it's much more of a discussion it's much more of a constant journey it's much more of a hey i'm not the answer but i can you know i'm a signpost along the way yeah i i really enjoy the idea of you know you are in control of essentially like your your destiny and how you interface with the world on a day-to-day basis on a daily interaction like that determines your overall like happiness and well-being i mean and that's why i like i always try to you know unless something's like actually like affecting me or something's like horribly going wrong i usually brush most things off you know or i really try to just understand as much as I can rather than just retaliate with whatever emotion, Yeah, you know? And I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting to, I, I, one day I would like to go like talk to a monk one day oh, or yeah. something like that. It'd be really interesting to just talk to someone and just understand, at least try to understand just a whole different way of life than what I've. Yeah. Cause like the Western way of living is very different. It is. I mean, it's diff- living life is different wherever you go, obviously. Yeah. But there's like an American ideology that's really different than most other and, places. You know, to not, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say we're saying one's better or one's worse because, like, oh, you, one's better. Like, you accomplish different America's things. America's better. You accomplish different things with different ideologies. And, like, America has been able to accomplish a ton with this ideology. It's just, I think as with anything i mean the roman empire lasted for a thousand years like we Isn't haven't even crazy? hit 500 and so like but i mean is it fair to say that the roman empire really survived for a thousand years i mean like at was, what point did the roman empire fall was it when you know constantinople was it you know what it started falling for a couple hundred years and so like, like that's the thing 
you know, it's hard to say that. And then you look at America and you're like, well, I mean, it, it's so easy to like fall into this idea and this thought that like the lives we live are permanent, that it'll always be like this. But yeah, it, it could just change. Like I it mean, could yeah. like, it, you know, there's nothing we could really do about it if it changed. Like if the economy completely collapsed, if an EMP shut down and broke, you know, the Internet or like that would just fundamentally change us. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, one just to bring about like how long no country that we know today has been around for a thousand years as it is now. No. You know, at one point, Germany was like tens, if not hundreds of different like little states controlled by, you know, different uh, like lords and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you had kings at the age of like 12 because their dad was killed or, you know, and like a lot of crazy stuff has happened. And it's always funny to think that people are so divisive nowadays and they think today, like the end times are now or everything's going wrong now. It's like, no, like if you look back, if you go back even 200 years, things are going great in comparison. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in all aspects, but no. And that's the thing too, is like, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Do you know exactly what year the cold war ended? No, but I'll look it up real quick. Yes. Look it up real quick. Cause I just want to, I don't want to say anything wrong. Um, but the Cold War lasted for, shoot, a long time. Like, it's kind of ambiguous, but I know that, like they have like rough estimates of like when it started and when it ended. So eighty nine and ninety, so two years before I was born. Yeah, like that's, when Berlin Wall came down and the borders were open and free elections ousted communist regimes. That's what I'm saying. Like, literally, almost literally, you were born as the Cold War was ending, mm-hmm. and. So you experienced that, and then you, you know, experienced, like, you have taken to live through that. And then also, you know, the year 2000, Y2K, you lived through uh, 9-11. You know, we've lived through this, the giant market crash, you know, when 2007, 2008. Yep. Um, we've lived through home phones, like, landlines. So, like, so much has changed yeah. so rapidly. Yeah. And we're still doing fine. Yeah. It's kind of amazing that in these past 20 years, there hasn't been more wars because war used to just be like a normal thing. Yeah, like, I think I think the world's definitely getting to a point where, you know, I've heard like a couple kind of scary, you know, um, theories for <gasps> things that have happening because it seems that like like um, civilizations and, you know, nations go through different periods of kind of growth where. You'll have very religious periods. There are periods where it's more free thinking. And, you know, I've heard some speculation that, like, we, like America and the world is heading into another extremely religious period. Oh, that'd be interesting. And that idea is a little scary to me. You know, just being as a person who's grown up in a relatively, uh, especially like, I'm so lucky to be able to be like, oh, man, you know what? I'm questioning this. And nobody's gonna be like, well, you're executed. Yeah, or or I mean, like our our family isn't like, well, you're not part of this family anymore. You know right. what I mean? You know, like, I we're so lucky to like be flexible in this time, but then that flexibility I do think leads to this desire for you know an authoritative third power. Because you have this idea that like we govern ourselves, 
and then the government governs every you know the government governs the people but then who 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 really who is the governs fin- the governing who's governing the people who's the final judge yeah who's the govern and for a lot of people that's god you know yeah but, you ever think it's weird how people i i think it's weird anyway so people try to rep- uh put all these like religious aspects on the united states when there's supposed to be a very separate power of like church and state yeah but like i think you have to go back to like when america was founded yeah i mean and why it was founded. but hey i do want to say you know puritan christianity I, I, i'm not founded. trying to get political but laura and i were cracking up you ever look up like trump shirts on amazon <laughs> oh my god they're so i'm gonna look them up right now they're so funny and all the comments on all these because sh- you know these people make these shirts just like make money yeah. and they're not like quality made they're not even made in america like they should be if you're supporting you know whatever um yeah <laughs> or just impeach buying t-shirt oh my gosh these comments are so good um oh God, I, I don't know whoever voted biden owes me gas money let's click on this one <laughs> 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 and all these shirts okay let me click um this is i'm let me go through let me go through with this real quick but all these um your mask is as useless as biden that's another good one um, all these, I can't find them right now. I don't want to, I should have prepped. Anyways, all these shirts have comments that are great shirt, but a little small. And it's like, <laughs> I ordered an extra, extra large, and this definitely fits an extra large. And I'm like, what? That seems like the big weird, difference. What kind or, of weird world are we in? <laughs> the people are like, love the shirt. Great for my friends. And also get a good stare from liberals. And I'm like, like i guess these the comments the reviews and all of this stuff, even like pro whoever like they're so funny and i've 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 debated on making some shirts just make a quick buck it's one of those things where and this will kind of be the last thing before we wrap up this fantastic episode here it's one of those things jack where i've never <laughs> clean up on aisle 46 <laughs> uh I've never been a person who's like defined myself based on like an ideology like that. You know what I mean? You haven't? You know, and especially like with a lot of like my past relationships for now, you know, have been people who have been like very like idealized like, oh, hey, like I want to reach this status in life. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I think this about the government. And it's, like, this strong and dominant part of their personality. And I don't really understand that. You know? I don't understand the people who do that because it's, like, but that's not you, though. Like, yes, you can say, hey, I agree with this and I disagree with that. But, like, that's not you. Like, yeah. you are composed of so many other different things that to define yourself and to say, you know what? My life's purpose is to go around L.A. and to tell people that vaccines have little devil particles in them. Like, why? Like, why not just stay home and watch TV? Like, yeah. Like, why do you think it's like your choice or like your not choice even, but like your prerogative, your mission in life? I don't understand that. To attack these people or. You know what I mean? Like, like people who like, I don't know, like, you know. Again, like people being involved in different marches for like righteous causes. Like I understand those, you know, 
But then even though within those people, you find people who are, it's like your whole life is just the cause. And like, you don't yeah. think anything else and you think specifically along the lines of the cause. And I, I don't understand that. Like what's, why do we feel the need to like have our like pack mentality based around these things? Like why not have a pack mentality based around like, Hey, we all want to be happy and we want to try to survive this. Yeah. Like I'm this culture. Like, like I know I've always said like, I want to be like more, um, politically like aware or like you know knowledgeable but i i don't want to partake in the vitriolic nature of just how people are in the current space and it's so hard to just have a conversation with i feel like people just being like oh well it doesn't matter who you are but like people get so yeah like aggressive about it i mean come on this shirt says impeach 46 it's like a baseball team that's nice fit shirt that is <laughs> that that's the thing like you know regardless of where you stand um like the last set of debates presidential elites we had were embarrassing like it was just kind of like do we not respect people actually like debating out ideas or like compromising oh. or showing like intelligence. It's like it's we so don't. Good. We actually it's just so f- want a we just want a reality TV show yeah. of a political system. And it's yeah. like I would much rather like my faith, I think, in politics will be restored when there's a debate where two people sit down and they're like, Hey, let's let's dig into these issues. Let's not talk in front of an audience either. Let's, let's have a very let's have a moderator and we're gonna have a three-hour intense conversation about some debates. Yeah, let's like let's like, have it be I, live. We're gonna get into every aspect of how this person thinks, how they feel, how they, you know, treat, how they react to their views being challenged. But no, it's not like that. It's just game. It's it's like a game. Yeah, it's you like, know what I mean. Have it's it like, be live. Have it be moderator. But do it just. It's just the two you guys. You have an audience cheering, jeering, or whatever. Just, you know, it's like. You know, like don't get me wrong. It was nice when Biden was like, "Oh, will you shut up, man?" But it's like. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a great meme now, huh? It's like, God, like, wh- how did we get here? Like, yeah. where where are those people who are, like, actually genuinely intelligent and thoughtful and, like, actually have good ideas? Yeah. Because those people aren't in charge because those people, I think, have learned that being in charge is not the way to get things. Yeah, like, I will say, like, you know, you can like him or dislike him, but, like, you have someone like Obama. Like, I liked him a lot just because the way he presented himself, the way he held himself, and the way he talked you know very he like held himself to like a standard and i, I like that or you, you go back and watch videos of like jfk if and feels, I like the way like he presented like right. they presented themselves a lot more but but like you know you don't have to agree with them but like i want there to be some kind of standard but to counter that point right let's counter that point i do you know like i do find myself like missing that era but can i can i say a review real quick yeah, go ahead. Five stars. Impeach 46. Sleepy Joe needs to go shirt. Impeach 46 shirt. I love everything about it. We'll be ordering more. So many people randomly walk up and compliment the shirt. I can't even... So many people. I can't even keep count of how many people have told me that they wanted to buy one. True American friends, family and strangers alike all want this shirt. It's so fun to watch the reactions of the very few that don't like the shirt. You can realize how much it twists them. You should be making these shirts. So somewhere. worth the money. Be like charge like forty bucks for these like stupid shirts. Say it's made in America. Anyways, but um, so, yeah, sorry. I just, I yeah. Just, I just so I think now what we have is very much a reaction to 
And I, like I said, we were talking about this, I think, when you gave me a ride home from work, but this, I think, really great documentary about 9-11. Because, you know, you had the president at the time, Bush, being like, hey, listen, we want to make sure that everybody is treated like a human, you know, like that Muslims, like they're not all going to blow up everything that, you know, so on and so forth. But then at the same time, on like the opposite beat, which seems totally contradictory, you have like places like Guantanamo Bay being established and like yeah. people going in and literally trying to change constitutional things so they could treat the prisoners non like non-humans. Yeah. And then you have yeah. these like bombings and it's like, so I understand because then it's like, then Obama comes and he kind of continues the drone strikes. He kind of continues. It's like, yeah. so I understand this. People would be like, man, it's so two-faced. It's so like, kind of, it feels gross. You're like, Hey, yeah, we should then, love and respect everybody. Um, but by the way, I just ordered a drone strike and I know it killed a family. So, but hey, love everybody. But hey, we're safe now. And it's like, so, but then that led to the exact opposite, which is a reality yeah. TV show. And it's like, can nobody just, like, can we not have, like, some kind of leader who's like, listen, I just ordered the strike and it killed a family and we're going to talk about it. Like, we're going to talk about this and, and we're going to actually determine what, as a people what we should do about this because this is a horrifying act. We don't have leaders in their 70s and 80s, by the way, please. Like, but those people don't seem to show up anywhere. And so yeah. you have to you have to think that the people who are actually intelligent enough have been like, you know, it. we can't make an impact. Well, well because it's, I feel like a lot of it's just based on ratings and who gets the most views like who creates the most buzz and the most buzz isn't someone who's real the most buzz isn't someone who's true to their word because that's of course you should be true to your word no big deal like whatever you know but i mean i, I think it's always funny you have someone like people like call it the trump like he's like some saint but he uh he's like the most unreligious person i've ever seen in my life it's, but yeah. you know it's you people like calling him like Acting like they're upholding, like he's upholding these values. Yeah, he's not. But and it's just we're getting political. Sorry, uh, everybody. Okay. Wait, it's epi- It's the year episode. We're getting into it. All right. I think this we'll is kinda, a divisive one. Yeah, I think we'll kind of end it here. Right? Is that all right? Bye, guys. <laughs> is that you know we there's there shouldn't be any reason that. We can't have actual conversations. Yes. That we can't have actual, like, meaningful conversation about, you know, the issues that exist. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's just, it's a popularity contest. And it's, you know, hey, can I make this team right? But then you realize how much money is tied up in congressman jobs or how much money is in advertising or campaign funds and you start to see this like really kind of insidious snake of yes, like in a capitalist society, like it has had people, the rags to riches story, you know, where you can work hard enough. But I think what you're finding now is that it becomes much more about luck, luck, or you just say, Hey, I'm going to treat the world and people like a game. And then you can be successful from that because you stop caring about the morality of, you know, fucking somebody over or yo sorry freaking kid. sorry kids freaking somebody should, over. should i go back and edit that in post freaking yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like what where, where would he do 
all we can do, Jack? What do you do? All we can do. What's all we can do is make is this podcast. Make this podcast, and we can love doing it, and we can love the connections it makes, and we can say, hey, you know what? If this enriches your life, that's great. Yeah, and I, I just want to say, you know, I think obviously Try and I are a bit more on the left-leaning side, but we very much just kind of, I've, I always approach people, you know, I'll treat you how you treat me, and I give everyone the benefit of a doubt. That doubt, benefit of a doubt. The benefit of the doubt. The benefit of a doubt. Yeah, here. Um, no, but like you know, if someone's having a bad day, I understand that people have bad days. You know, so um, I don't go off first impressions, but I go off you know, w- you know, things I see on a regular basis. So it's like people who are in the back of Walmart's, the DSD people who are like, this lady comes up to me out on the floor. You left a pallet standing up in the back. We cannot. I was like, um, I didn't. I didn't do that. Like I've I've worked in warehouses in back of like in in the backs of stores. Like I know you can't stack pallets up like that. And she's like, "Well, you gotta come fix it." And I was like, "All right, like, sorry, like, no big deal." Next time I see her, hey, how's it going? She's perfectly cordial. Probably just having a bad day that day. But I did, you know, was like, "Laura, you wouldn't believe what this lady like." I was like, "She was like a witch coming at me." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yo, like." Can, like it's not a big deal like anyways like so you know i very much just try to treat people how you know you want to be treated um or how they treat me and i just try to be as loving and caring as i can um but people it's that are squash a lot of the time i'm just yeah. you know just have nothing but i'm such a good person that people i never do any wrong no i'm i'm just i'm just saying you know just I just go through life being courteous with the people, have some morality, think of other people. I mean, you know what it comes down have to? Have some compassion. Yeah, it comes down to like, hey, treat human beings like human beings. I mean, give me a high five, Charlie. I mean, that, that's kind of just it, right? We're Is in person, like, by the way, if you can't tell. <laughs> like, just treat people like people. Like, that's, I, you know. Into, I, into the story there i mean into the, story. the episode bye everybody but like <laughs> there's gonna be a new song to this episode uh, by the way so hopefully well jack do you have anything you'd like to add before i wrap us up here? no i i won't say like i i kind of like episodes like this like they're kind of tangenty we go went over a couple of topics some topic ideas we could discuss further in the future um so I like doing episodes like this. I know? feel like you really get like authentic Jack and Charlie here because like we're For literally sure. just talking and reacting to the conversation at hand. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I like doing this a lot. So if you guys enjoyed it, you want to hear more episodes like this, let us know. Um, that basically basically it just gives us more time to prep for episodes that are have a, do have an actual like topic based around it, which most of our topics do. Right? Episodes do, uh, but. You know, episode based around topics. Episodes based on topics. Topics, topics based, based, based on episodes. How fast can you say that? Um, you but do you want to do recommendations at all or Jack? What do you recommend this week? I recommend uh, downloading Warzone to play with me. Um, no, just uh the song. Don't anybody download Warzone. Shut up. The song "The Heart Is a Traitor" by Lord of the Lost. Mm, such a good song. Um, their whole that whole album Judas. Mm, super good. Watch the video. Uh, I forget the channel, but he was reacting. He was like a vocal coach and vocalist. Oh, yeah, I've seen those, yeah. And he was um, watching the, the video for um, the song For They Know Not What They Do with Chris Harms, the singer for Lord of the Lost. Um, and, you know, he's sitting there, he's like, 
I've been singing for 20 years and I've never considered myself a singer. I've never had formal training. I started playing cello when I was five and I just kind of do it, you know, the way I do it. George does his Chris Harms impression is like Dracula because he's German, <laughs> but Dracula isn't German. But he's like, I just do it. I don't know. And I'm like, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, I, he, he doesn't talk like, well, when I, you know, he doesn't, that's very, how come you can make fun of the German accent, but you make a Chinese accent? You're like, horrible. I mean, I kind of know why, but yeah, it's because it's I don't want to get into it, but. You know, I don't want to do. Like I think that's a, yeah. No, that's a that's a sticky little area. There. It it is kind of sticky because you know I'm not it's like that PlayStation Four Pro. Yeah, like that place. It, Callbacks comes around full Any other cycle. Recommendation check? Um, other than that, not really. Mm. I have three. <laughs> oh god! Don't worry, it'll go fast. So first, um, I know that one of our patrons, Jack Henry, is reading the Three Body Problem sci-fi series. I'm on the last book right now called Death's End. Ooh. Gotta say, it's it's fascinating. A lot of my, the kind of what we talk about time today is it deals a lot with that because, you know, it's about dark forest ideology within the universe. Um, it's about different dimensions and about different civilizations of, you know, interacting with each other. And it's horrifying in dark but like you feel it's very much like man if this happened i could see it working out like this like the guy's just really good at kind of like setting all of these bases and Mm. like it's written like i need to look more into the guy who wrote it because it sounds very intelligent and all the stuff that is talked about as far as like fuel sources or how these ships have to accelerate and decelerate and Oh, what about the time that we crossed into the fourth dimension and you can see the third dimension beneath that? Like, what does that look like as a person? And, you know, like wild stuff like that. And the most haunting part, right? Is so they find this fourth dimensional bubble that they can go into. And so they can go into the fourth dimension. Cool thing in of itself, right? And their brains explode. But within the fourth dimension, they see these structures. They see this ring-like structure. And so they go to try to communicate with it, right? So they're communicating with the structure and they, the structure very quickly, like learns a language and is able to like talk with them in the structure. They're like, well, what are you? Are you a spaceship? And the thing goes, I'm a tomb. Everything's dying here. And you're like, what? That's <laughs> interesting. And it's like horrifying. Cause it's like, why? Like, and it's because mm-hmm. they're like, there are bigger things out there that are like threatening us. And it's just like, you know what? That, I don't know. That made me think of, I don't know what the movie's called, but it's where these giant, like, um, I'm so bad with terminal. Sometimes I'm like, I got it. These giant like pillars or spires almost come down from like outer space and they eventually are able to go inside of it. Um, oh, Arrival? Is, is it Arrival? And yeah, there's like those language? beings just in that oh, dude, Arrival is fantastic. Those like giant like creatures. Yeah, like, no, that language. kind of stuff is so fascinating. Yeah. And Arrival is highly recommended. So I guess I have four because Arrival's on there too. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, the, that that kind of stuff is always just fascinating. Just seeing concepts of aliens or just life that isn't just in the way we know it as when it's done well, and it it's not is, just like, yeah. oh, green Martian men, you know, like that. That's always really gotten to me. I'm like, man, it's so lazy to have a green or just a humanoid. Like, yeah. why would they be humanoid? Yeah, I. In a very similar vein, I'm going to recommend again the audio story I did, The Second Gods. 
Um, Very much so. In a similar vein to that, when the second gods create their new reality, they have this distinct feeling that there were other bigger and more powerful things that would watch them. Breaking my brain, dude. And half of the second gods, after they create their reality, just run mad because this realization that they are just still so small, even after creating their own reality, is horrifying to them. So, you know, listen to Second Gods. To very, very, I had a lot yeah. of fun working on that. Fun fact, I have another audio story coming up soon. Ooh. Give me the title. It's called The Woodsman. When, when am I going to be on an audio production? I need to get you on just for like a voice or something. Hi, it's me, The Woodsman. Um, And then my last recommendation is uh, something I probably recommended in Aurora, but the podcast Tales of the Fantastic done by our uncle and family friend. Really good. I mean, they have a lot of really good writing advice in there. Very much more of a writing-focused podcast, but they yeah. have these awesome audio productions that they do of their own short stories. That they, they are end. on Twitter, by the way, as well, if you want to kind of keep up to date with whatever they do. Uh, they don't release a lot of episodes, but like the episodes they do come out, I'm always so excited to see them because mm-hmm. like especially their audio short story productions are so good. And like, oh, yeah. I'm like, guys, like we need to do a collaboration or something. Some time. Oh, well, one last thing. Um, I did get those keychains. From I'm ordering them from Sticker Mule. They're not like um the kind of keychain I thought. Like you know, like those like metal ones. It's like a weird like clear plastic kind of thing. Not what I thought it was gonna. It was only twenty bucks, but not what I thought it was gonna be. Um, kind of unimpressed by them. If when you guys listen to this episode, if you still want one, let me know. Um, it's a Patreon only. So patrons, if you want one. Um, I'll since all patrons live close to us, I'll hand deliver it. Except for you, Jack Henry, you'll have to pick it up when you you arrive. So <laughs> when you arrive, when you arrive. But yeah, um, I'm just we're thinking of. There's no new logo yet, but one is coming soon. Hopefully, trying not going to work out some deets. Um, uh, yeah. So guys, thanks for listening to the Rack Hunter Collection for a whole year. Can't wait to do it for, you know, hopefully a couple more months, and then um. You know, just we are more stuff is coming. Thank you guys so much for the support of our YouTube. Appreciate that. Uh, episodes coming there still. And then I think I'm good. Try if you got anything else. Uh, no. Let me know. Everyone, if you want to follow what we do, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, all those things. Really, anywhere you can Google find Google Podcast, podcasts, Podbean. <laughs> you can probably find a Stitcher. You can probably find us on all those. And uh, support us and leave us reviews. It helps a lot. I mean, it's been. Thank you to our dad for supporting us on Patreon. He's our newest <laughs> Patreon, by the way. So thank you. So- He's not going to hear us because um, he only listens to the episodes that go up on YouTube for some reason. But so he has a lot of catching up to do. But thank you, dad. I really appreciate that. Thanks, pops. Pops. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. <laughs> this has been. The Rack and Tear Collection. I have been Charlie and hopefully will be, and I'm mostly joined by Jack, who mostly. Mostly. They only come out in the dark. What is that from? Mostly. Oh, you know what? what? So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, Goodbye. thank you. All right, have a good one, guys. You know, okay, so there was a. You know how we go, it's not even the odds. You know what that's from? That's from uh, Hercules, right? Uh, Hercules, yeah. yeah, we watched it last night when he. <laughs> And when he did it, you're like, oh. I was like, oh, that's how I even the odds. That movie, watching it as an adult is weird because it's like a big montage movie. Like, 
there's several moments where it just breaks down into montage and then it's overall it's kind of just like what what's going on with this movie like it's i don't know you know what i mean there's I a lot of disney that, movies though from that era feeling when i watch a lot of disney movies were like when i watch like peter pan right like i'm like okay and not to mention i know peter pan has some problematic stuff in there but what, but what I'm, I'm saying is like peter pan is like okay story start to end pacing's good you get in and out you learn the lesson but then you watch hercules and you're like what what was the lesson to sacrifice yourself to be a true hero i mean that's there but then meg's kind of horrible like like she yeah. just manipulates him and and then he's getting beat up by the cyclops and the cyclops is really gross and he's just giant and fat <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> thanks for calling me and then out he, no. then he makes a bunch of money off of being a hero yeah and like and then, the song is like and then he's making all this cash and, and then like, you he's have like merchandising and he has, he has like, like scar as like his like thing he's wearing and you're like wait that's scar because there's a there's a scar on his face all disney movies are like weirdly interconnected in a weird way oh did you see the trailer for lightyear i i'm actually i think it looks pretty cool i see a lot of people being like oh dude i think it looks pretty awesome. i was like I, I think it looks pretty cool it's interesting because it kind of looks like it's in the wally timeline it does but so what makes me think is i'm like okay so buzz lightyear is supposed to be based off this guy right so here's the prediction that at some point in his travels he gets sucked back through time and then goes back to an earlier age and then that's when the toy is based off of him so you think it's like some almost like some kind of weird prequel in a way well yeah in in like like a small sense more of like a planet of the apes style thing okay where he like comes back to the planet but it's back in time because it's like be interesting because it's like he's supposed to be like buzz lightyear is supposed to be based on like the toy is supposed to be based off this guy but if the toy is taking place in Wally times and like Toy Story doesn't exist in Wally times or at least anymore. Oh God, this is a, it's a whole episode in and of itself. See, my, my, my biggest thing with that is I, when I watched it, I was like, this is like, I didn't think of it. Oh, it's a toy. I was like, this is a cool idea coming from Buzz Lightyear and taking it in a whole different direction, which I kind of liked. Like that's why I, I was very interested about it. I was like, yeah, this seems like it could be pretty freaking cool. I know Ellie will love it. Yeah. Um it got it looks great. I mean it, Pixar's the look of Pixar's new movies are like Toy Story Four. That movie, man, is looks incredible. Oh, we, like, we go through the Toy Stories a lot in our house. And yeah. it's crazy to see like from one to two, from three to four. It's crazy. And yeah. two was like two thousand, something like that. Two came came out pretty close to the first one. Yeah, and three was 2010 or whatever. Yeah, like 10 years later is a long time. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, those. It's like Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. came out in 2001, I think, something yeah. like that. The university was like 2013. Yeah. And that movie looks fantastic. It does. Like, and also, or not, I, find, I like the movie a lot. Finding Dory. That movie looks good. Animation is just incredible now. There, Yeah, it's finally gotten to the point where I'm okay with it being 3D. You know what I mean? I think for a long time there, I was like, God, hand-drawn animation just looks better. It just does. It it does have a vibe, but I I really, I can appreciate both now because a lot of work goes into animation. Yeah. Like on that kind of like quality level, a lot of work goes into it. Yeah. All right. This is a true goodbye, everybody. All right. See ya.